0: Welcome back to the nullify tech channel on youtube where we've got the tnt takes for you on survivor 44 episode 5 i'm your host chris and joining me today is nasir from survivor 41 nasir how are you doing good how are you chris doing great and this i'm is good thank, thank you yes <laughs> oh we, we try we try our best <laughs> it's so great to finally meet you i know we've spoken a few times back and forth on social media um but great to have you finally on the channel you become the third official survivor us player on the podcast
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. And I'm sorry, I know that you we had some uh, timing issues, but finally, we were able to work it out. Thank you. Thank you so much for your
0: patience. No, 100%. I think the audience, everybody would love to have you here. We've got a few familiar faces already in the audience. Chris, Andre Lee, Tom saying he's conf- as confused as God on AstroTurf. I'm sure you hear that all the time, Nasir.
1: I do. I do. I do have a <laughs> Matter of fact, I do have a couple of foodies actually. It says, uh, I'm as confused as a good ascitor. Yes, I do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Christian Gal, all the way from Canada. Welcome back as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Nasir, Survivor 44, what's your take so far on it? Have you been enjoying this season? Are you still all in? I know you're a day one fan of Survivor, similar to myself. Oh, yes.
1: So, su- season 40, 44, you see... The- the Survivor is keep evolving, right? The season 44 is totally different than 41, even though you have to, like, drop the four, keep the one, you know, but back to basics. But now season 44, I think, I feel like uh, compared to season 41, we were like guinea pigs. They learned all the twists and tricks, and now it's perfectly going on. i really enjoying the cast and uh, different personalities and... Uh, so uh, new twists and, and all kind of stuff. I really and most importantly, those the idols, the way they they created these idols this time in a cage. It's, it's something you know, unique, very. Yeah, um, I I've
0: been a big fan of the the idols in the cage. I think it's a it's a great twist to the game because it does create some interesting dynamics with players having to um, pivot around it. Like, will they tell the their, their uh, tribe mates about it? Will they keep it a secret? Will they replant the fake? It created some interesting TV, but the fake idols, the production made fake idols, that is something that is very controversial with fans. A lot of fans are not big fans of the fact that production is now entering the game and entering fake idols into to the game. Now, I don't know how openly you could talk about it because I know obviously you've been on the show before and I'm sure you've got some allegiances to Jeff in the show. Uh, but how do you feel as a player if you were out there and you were to get this fake idol? Would you have been a fan of that? Because, you know, how do you tell the difference now
1: between what's fake and what's real? So, well, that's a great question, Chris. But guess what? When you're playing Survivor, like, I'm, I would, for me, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm okay with that. Of course, I will be very disappointed to go in, uh, uh, like, to a tribal council and trying to play if you're in a... You know, bad position Then you if you played then anyways it's a it, it's, uh, it's all about fan it's all about show uh but at the same time uh it doesn't bother me to be honest with you i will go with the flow i will enjoy the you know and uh well i'll be trying to get the uh, real idol first so i can play the fake idol to someone else right also <laughs> <Or to laughs> hide somewhere
0: yeah, you got to adapt. You got to adapt to the game, especially the way that it is now. Um, I think for us, old school fans, the people who've not played the game, sometimes we hold on to the things that we love about the show and we're dear to the show. And um, one of my co-hosts for Australian Survivor actually said, "Survivor fans are very much like Jedi." Uh, Star Wars fans. I'm not a big Star Wars fan myself, but I know that you can never fully, you know, uh, satisfy the Star Wars fans when the new movies come out compared to the old ones. They're not too happy with it. But um, some interesting parallels happened, I think, in this season, and we've been seeing it happen throughout the last couple of seasons now. Where um, someone from the Soka tribe, a tribe that dominated the early stages of the game, ended up going home. And Josh here, um, and I find it fascinating that in the new age of Survivor, it doesn't look like Alliances or tribe allegiances are really a thing there because even in your season, you ended up leaving pretty early. Um, you had um, who was the other girl that was in your tribe as well that left like right at the end of the merge. Um, uh, Sydney, think, yeah. So, yeah. so so it, it looks like. What's your take on this? Like, what can you tell us about these tribes that dominate and then they go to the merge and they don't keep their numbers?
1: It's crazy. That's why, cause see. Uh, Again, every single day out there is something new. It's it's always, and it's we can assume what's going to happen, but it's always like at the end, it's always we are wrong. So I mean, what I'm trying to say, you can't just expect something going to happen. It's something always new. So at a certain point, I always kind of give up. Whatever it comes, I will go with the flow. Right? That's what that's what that's what we did. And also the problem with, like for an example, what happened with me, it's like. Yeah, we had great alliances. Then finally, I was able to build the alliances with Danny and Deshaun. And uh, then we went to a challenge. Then we drove in Rock, right? So it it, it really, I mean, like, it, it, it's a, it's, you have to have a little bit of luck, I would say, you know? So even if you're dominating on all challenges and you have an idol and it it, it doesn't go that way. So, uh, as I said, I mean, yeah, you want to play under the radar game, then again, that is really bad game to play. I mean, like, yeah, if you want to be out and enjoy the game, yeah, I would say I'd rather do that because you can give everything what you have and you play like there is no tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, because especially season 44, they they have seen repeatedly, right, like uh, season 41, 42, and 43, the same situation, same scenario that they are – Doing the same twist, right? So mm. uh, it would be should be prepared for anything. And also, when you are your your tribes or, or the tribes are divided into three because only six in one tribe, right? It's hard to hide anything. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. The, yeah. And the pace is like crazy. It's not like 39 days survivor is totally different. If I, if I understand or if I uh, recall correctly, they have to have a one immunity challenge, one, uh, uh, reward challenge one day to rest where they can really get into chaos and all kind of fight and arguments. No, I mean not physical fight. You know what I'm trying to say. So, but in 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 26 days survival, you don't have time. Mm.
0: Mm. I get it. I get it. It's it's a lot shorter time for you to. Um... Uh, almost form even those bonds that keep you together because you're you're only in the game for what 10 like how many days 10 12 days before you get to the merge so it's not like you've known these people your whole life you it's you're you're playing for your family you're playing for people at home Uh, you've just met this person so the game becomes a lot more individualistic um Mm -hmm. i think chris in the chat here has got a very interesting question that she brings up she says i'm curious about the reasoning for the vote on josh i don't know if we are missing something in the edit or if they were lying about their reasons but what will uh what was just really uh that much of a thread off and myself and kahuna chris goes into that a little bit when we do our power rankings which will make it i think on the weekend we'll we'll drop that podcast we did on the power rankings as well we talk about it a little bit but it's interesting because nasir you were a part of a cast That was deemed to be the most diverse cast ever on the show. We're now including, I mean, that's one of the reasons why we've got someone like yourself, an immigrant from Sri Lanka, which I was so excited when you made it because, you know, I'm in in New Zealand. I'm an immigrant in New Zealand. So I've got similarities to that. I also watch Survivor. I learned to speak English watching shows like Survivor. My first language is Afrikaans. I may sound like I'm a first speaker, like my first language is English. It's not. My first language is Afrikaans. Okay. <laughs> but your um, speaking is way better than mine. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you. I appreciate it. And your 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 English is getting better and better as well. Like the more you do these thank types you. of things, the more you get out there. Like it's it's, it's really good. Um, but what I wanted to say is, you know, being a part of that diverse cast, they cast people thinking that they'll mingle together, and you had Josh and Yam Yam both you know players of color this season both a part of the gay community but yet they couldn't see eye to eye What well, what is it like playing the show and can you can you talk to this because i feel like the twitterverse out there the online community thing just because they're gay they're going to get along just because they're both players of color they're going to get along can you talk to that a little bit this year
1: it, it doesn't it doesn't go like that way you know the reason i'm saying so when it get to a certain level like for an example is episode six what day third not 13 yeah it's already 13 day 13 right so when you get to mm. the day 13 even like day 11 12 so it's almost let's say pre-merge or merge it's you already start thinking about yourself i mean regardless from the day 1 you're going to think about yourself right for an example let's say uh, I, I, like if if uh uh, uh like a uh, uh, what happened in season 41 like danny dishan and shan and liana like i'm, I'm if if what I'm trying to say is like, you know, they want to have like minorities, alliance together, try to win. Mm. It, it, it won't go that way. At the end, at a certain point, you start thinking about, no, it, it, this is, I'm playing for myself. I'm playing for my family. This is the only sh- uh, show you can manipulate. You can lie. You can do whatever you want in order for you to get to that million dollars and to sit on final three and get to million dollars if if you have the good good resume, right? So, uh, yeah, I was expecting that at the same time, see, uh, when they go to merge, uh, Jam Jam, and they had a really, like, a great conversation, I was thinking, like, they're going to play. But at the same time, I know, because think about, like, already, uh, Carolyn, she already talked about his fake idol, right? Doing the merge feast to Brandon and everybody. Then Jam Jam, he knows that uh, he lied to him. He lied to, uh, George lied to everybody in that tribe. Yeah, he, he was saying that he has an idea, but Jam Jam, he's smart enough to know that's a, the the chain or whatever uh, uh, the beats from the tree mail, tree mail stuff. Mm. So, yeah, did they came together as a as a friend or or try to make it a good alliance? But at the same time, no, he knows Jam Jam. No, he lied to him immediately. So Josh, he knows that he's always like at the chopping block from the other tribe and he came here he lied and also he lied to carolyn remember he told her that he's going to play the idol during last episode
0: but mm. he
1: liked to her too because carolyn she's very smart and funny and she's playing the game the way she's supposed to right i would say one of the best guys i'm like wow i am super fan of her <laughs> yes yes oh, yeah. that's crazy so, for you as a
0: previous player to also be a fan you just know the level of you know, player she is. And I agree. I think when last, if we had, I actually said it on the power rankings podcast that still needs to be released over the weekend. I actually said, I reckon she's the biggest casting they've had in the new age. And she's like Benjamin coach, Wade level, Philip Shepard level type of, you know, casting. And, 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 and I say those two players as a character, but then she also isn't them because she's also a bit, I think a better player than them, you know, when it comes to, so you can get confused. You can think she's only a character when she's actually a good player.
1: Think about it. everybody talks about fake idols, real idols. No one talked about or even thinking about. Do Car- Caroline has an idol? Mm. But she has an idol. She fooled one of them, right? Then she created an idol. She created even a kind of sign to go and get for uh uh, uh what's her? I forgot her name even. I'm sorry, <laughs> not Sarah. Uh, who went so with her? She fake idol. Uh, in her so, so she yeah she was well, Sarah, Sarah Sarah yeah Sarah went and and uh still nobody knows she has an idol she's playing really a great game and and I love the players that who when they found an idol and they don't disclose to anybody that is the way should be playing the game otherwise what's the use yes. of having a hidden immunity idol for your advantage that you find the idol and and uh uh you you are Telling everybody, hey, I have an uh, idol in my pocket. What is the use, right? Mm. I know you want to create alliances, but at the same time, that is yours. You found it. Keep it for yourself. When the time comes, use it. But don't go home like Nasir, you know, <laughs> 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 idol in my pocket. But, you know, so. But, but listen, uh,
0: again, on on that note, Nasir, I I feel like, you know, and, and again, I can say this because I've spoken to a lot of survivor players. Maybe you're the third survivor us player but i've spoken to a lot of survivors of african players i've spoken to a lot of australian survivor players and you get a feeling for the fact that when you're out there we don't know you don't know what's going on you don't know who do you have in your pocket who don't you have in your pocket so it becomes a gamble as to when you play that idol at the optimal time so i am less critical of a player these days getting voted out with an idol in their pocket because it it has to be tough holding on to that idol knowing at any moment you could get voted out and you could join this group of players that have got an idol in their pocket going home or you could even misplay it so you you, it's yeah. almost it's almost easier not to have an idol in some ways because you don't have to have that on
1: your mind every time you go to tribal council i agree so i 100 I, I agree with that because when you have an idol in your pocket because you're always thinking about even though i feel like yeah nobody know, but you are again you're thinking about who knows that i have an idol that is you know it's already you have that fear in your heart then also uh Tom's just giving you love for the orange drip. (laughs) Thank you. I love orange. My son, Reed, love orange and blue. My daughter, Rhea. So, uh, you know, and uh, yeah. So I've got a question.
0: I've got a question to Sarah. This is is an important question. You know, we both love Carolyn. But, you know, is it called bag like a goat or is it big? (laughs) When she said she pronounces it as big and Yam Yam pronounces it as
1: bag, you know, I, I think it's bag. I've never heard yeah. of bag before. <laughs> it's 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 bag. So it's okay. For an example, I have I have an accent, right? So yes. if I let's say when I was living in Sri Lanka, I may say bag, mm. right? Here yeah. I say bag, right? So mm. uh, Jam Jam, he lives in uh, Puerto Rico, correct? Yeah. So then they 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 mix. I mean, like they they call over there bag. So uh, the point, if you know the person who's talking to you, this is what he or she is indicating on, that's all matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just go with it. Uh,
0: but the reason I bring it up is, you know, not because I'm actually seriously wanting to know. Um, obviously, being from South Africa, um, having lived in a few different countries, I've got an accent that fades in and out as well for certain words. But, um, you know, it's just a funny, great character TV moment. It's the thing that when Survivor fans say we want less advantageous in the game. It's because they want to see more of this. They want to see more of the human moments. They want to see more of the time that you guys spend on the, the island. So we feel like when Nasir gets voted out, we feel you know sad about it because we're like, we, we've got to know Nasir, the character, the person behind it. You know, instead of having... 10 or 15 new advantages i feel like jeff is really going down this line of we need to throw everything at the kitchen sink we the advantages that he's brought into the season he could have had them sort of filter in over the next five or six seasons and just bring one or two in each season and give us more human moments like um what's it like watching the show afterwards as a player you know when you've done the show and you feel like that the, sh- that the audience are missing out on so many great moments that you experienced out there because it's the game that you played and then
1: there's the game that we see as the audience. Absolutely. See, I, okay. Do I love Survivor? Hell yeah, right? Do I love All of us all do.
0: We wouldn't be doing this, right? Yeah. We wouldn't be talking if we didn't.
1: <laughs> exactly, right? But when, when Jeff say, told us or said that drop the one, I mean, drop the four, keep the one, we are going back to basics. I was expecting, yes, this is what i love about you know so like yeah it's it's the survivor has evolved but it's still we are survivor we are in an in an on an in an island right that you you have to survive means you go find food build your shelter so show the moment people go crazy try to build a shelter or make yeah sh- show the camp life the way you used to the more time yeah, but nowadays, as you said, it's so many twists and so many changes go there, come here, all those stuff. I think they can filter it down to a little bit. One or two, as you said, it will will have more uh, uh, time. So, uh, yeah, I am, I'm not against it, but at the same time, I would enjoy more if, like, like you mentioned, if we can or if they can show more camp life.
0: Mm-mm. Well, there's two characters they've shown us a lot of camp life about. And these two characters just so happen to be in a showman's, And that is both Matt and Franny. Even in this episode, we see them holding hands in the shelter at nighttime. You know, Matt saying, if it does get to the individual part, I might not be able to take you on the reward. Yeah, I feel like the cat's out of the bag at this point this year. Everybody knows that there's something going on there. Like, what is it like seeing a showman's play out on the island as someone that's been out there? Obviously, you weren't open for business. When you went out there, you were taken man. But you know, what's it like as a former player seeing this showman's on the show? And how would you have dealt with it if you were playing with them?
1: Well, see, everybody have their own way of playing the game, their own way of living their life in on, on the island, right? Or in the island over there. So it's it's okay that their own personal things, but at the same time, you're playing the game. If that is showman's or romance, get to final three, it's okay, it's good. But at the same time, like if someone knows, if someone noticed even for a little bit immediate target on your back because they will be counting two not just one so they have to because they know they are a good pair they're going to take them out so um, a- again it, it is depend if is he playing only for playing the game that's a good way to play for them but I- i'm not going to do that for sure i'm not that kind of person <laughs> <laughs> all right so um I, I can't, I can't speak for them on that, but I would say if that is what they want to do, I don't care. It's good. If do
0: you enjoy seeing this on the show? Do you enjoy seeing a showman's after somebody? For I see a lot of people online. They really like the showman's. They're really into it. I thought it was fun in the beginning, but now I'm like, why are we getting? Why are we seeing this over and over again? And the only reason I can think of is because it's going to be their downfall. It's got to be their downfall at some point where either Matt or Franny is going to get sniped due to the showman's on the show. Um, and I'm happy for them. Like, I hope they do go and yes. play the Amazing Race afterwards or they go do something else that's exciting afterwards with this fame. But I kind of feel like Jeff wants to paint them as the new Boston Rob and Amber, you know? So we, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Nasir, you get the call to go back for a second-chance season and Matt and Franny is out there with you. Uh, Franny?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, see... I met uh, I I met Matt personally. i mean, like uh, we were the we did even uh, uh, episode one the premiere actually we watched together in San Francisco. So anyhow, uh, come to the point, which is, do I enjoy watching that? Hell no. Yeah. Okay.
0: So <laughs> why you watch Survivor?
1: <laughs> yeah, I. I, I there is no reason for me to watch Survivor. So I'm watching Survivor for the gameplay, for the uh, dramas, for the uh, uh, idols, and all those chaos, and all those sceneries, and, you know, you know, the blind side, and, of course, Jeff, on the other hand. <laughs> you know, I love all those Survivor, those stuff, not showman's or romance. It's not me, mm-hmm. and but I'm very happy for them if that's how they want to play, and uh, and even in their... Survivor life plus in their personal life, I would uh, definitely support them. If they invite me for their wedding, I will <laughs> go too.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, listen,
0: Um, I, I get it. Like I said, I, for me, it, it's interesting. I don't think I've ever been like the person who's like showman's number one. I can't wait to see Amber and Rob out there. But some people, there are people that watch Survivor that really enjoy that. And all of us, this is what makes Survivor such a beautiful show. We all loved something different about it, you know? And that's why all our fans come together and we watch it. There are some people out there I know that are shipping this thing really, really hard. They're very happy to see it play out there on the island. But let's talk a little bit about the Three Stooges because there's a big edit around the Three Stooges. They come together at this in the Merge episode. We see them at nighttime going and talking. I called it last week when I spoke to another fellow content creator. We've got Flynn Masters here in the channel as well, that can't believe you're here. He's a he's also a YouTube content creator um, on on the channel. He talks about Survivor and about, I believe Master Chef. I hope that I didn't get it wrong. It's one of those cooking shows. Um, so I spoke to Flynn Masters and Russell Muscle last week, and I kind of called it. I said Carson is the glue that keeps Yam Yam and Carolyn together, and we saw that here this episode because he comes back in. You suddenly have Carolyn and Yam Yam. They're both mending bridges. They're coming back together. Do you think this alliance is something that we need to be looking out for and that there is longevity in this alliance going forward?
1: See, uh, what I would say, I'm like, Jam Jam, he's playing a sneaky strategy game. Hmm. Okay, So again, he's, he's not someone that, not scared to say something. He, he can stop, he will say which is great you know that is a way to play the game you want to say it, you say it but also i feel i feel like i can tell you this uh, like, I like i feel like maybe they may go they may go for i mean like they will they will they may have a good alliance together because they came with from the same uh, uh tribe original tribe yeah yeah same tribe so this is what Based on my experience, I would say I always, even I told Lubu, when we are about to get merged, we have strong six Let Forget about everything, you know? All the hardship or whatever. Forget it. Let's go strong. Lubu six, right? Final six. So That fall apart immediately. However, so if Jam Jam and Carolyn think in that way, they're going to re-unite it again, right? And they're going to play it because at least they know their strengths and weaknesses from coming from same tribe so uh yeah i have a good feeling for them they they can they can go far away on that
0: Mm. i personally am the most worried for yam yam at this point because it looks like he's kind of on no man's land he's just copped a couple of votes which means that if your name is out there once it's easy to put the name back down again because now you're not annoying more people. You're not getting more. You're not making more enemies out there. So I'm a bit worried for Yam Yam. Carson seems to be the person for me, at, at least that is playing. Like I think the biggest behind the scenes game right now. Like he's got all these connections. He looks like Tom Holland, and he's got his webs weaved. You know, with all these different angles that he's working with currently. Um, so I'm I'm really. Enjoying what I'm seeing, and even the editors had a lot of fun with him here in this era in this episode, because as he was talking prior to going to the earn the merge, he was saying, "I can't wait to get to the merge to cause some chaos." And his glasses, as the camera was looking at him, had a reflection of the fire in the background. You know, like he's this evil mastermind going into the merch That's going to play the game. Well, you know what is it about? You know, I guess something like Carson playing this game. Why are people not onto him at the moment? Why are people not realizing that this kid has got some game and he's devious? Similar to Carolyn, you know, who we spoke of. They're underestimating her. I
1: also think people are underestimating Carson because you know why? That Carson, he's a smart dude, right? He's very smart. Mm-hmm. So he knows exactly how to play each and every players out there, right? And also, you're talking about Jam Jam because what happened was before it was only. Six in one tribe, right now there are so many people around to hide. Mm. Yes, yeah, a lot so, of people yeah, the more people together in one tribe, right? Now you have more people to talk, and even though he's like on the chopping block, he, there is no way to hide, but still, there are what how many people left in in, in one tribe in compared to six versus over ten? Plenty of space to hide. Mm. You know, that's no, a
0: good point. It's a good point. Tom here says. Carson equals evil Spider-Man. I agree with that. Uh, that. Chris says, Carolyn is the only one who sees through Carson. She has the best reads in the game right now. Um, But even though she sees through him, she also trusts him 100%. So I don't think she's going to turn her back on Carson anytime in the near future. But um, what an impressive performance by Carson in the Earn the Merge challenge here where he puts the puzzle together. And man, I would not want to go up against this kid. Is this... Should we be giving Carson points for being smart enough to 3D print all of these puzzles? Or should we mark down points from production for not being innovative and bringing new challenges into the show uh, currently? Because I don't know if you watch the challenge. There's a few Survivor players that go on the challenge as well. I'm a big fan of the challenge as well. The challenge has had over 40 seasons as well, this year, And they still innovate. Every single season we get new, interesting Mm -hmm. challenges instead of it being a, a, a you know the same challenge is being used over and over, and this in the merge challenge looked very yes. similar to the one that you had to do in your season as well. There was a lot of similarities, I feel like,
1: between the two of them. Yes, there are, right, there are, right. and also I agree with uh, because Carson he 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 said he's he practiced that over a thousand times, mm. right? So he's gonna definitely do it, and also yeah, but you okay, so because course, since they're Put two season back to back, mm. okay, and it's only twenty six days, I and it's the same
0: location as well,
1: right? So it's like what can you what can you bring into that location? Exactly. So the location is all oh, like what you know that area well. I mean, it's over. What, it's, yeah, it's just around the
0: corner from here. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. Right. So it's not that easy to bring stuff from one island to the other within a day or two. Well, maybe, but then I think. They keep, you know, uh, uh, innovating new challenges, uh, add some stuff here and there. But, but for me as a player, I know each and every location where they go, I can tell them that is where I poop, uh, that is where I use, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. so, but if I ask my, uh, uh my father in law, mom or dad, then if I ask, do you remember that location? He's like, no, I don't remember, you know? so uh yeah so they're good with the
0: editing and how they do it but so just putting you at it so so obviously there's some logistical issues in regards to what they can bring in um do you think that though maybe we should still try and innovate maybe we should still try and get some i know you probably don't watch australian survivor right i'm getting a lot of survivor u.s players into australian survivor now and i'm I'm getting
1: them to watch it have you seen i started watching i started watching but i never yeah but i will definitely and uh but no, see, we'll, we'll talk
0: afterwards. We'll talk outdoor. afterwards. Oh, if you need to, if you need to find out how to get it, how to watch it, we'll, we'll sort you out. But you see with Australia survive? the reason I bring it up is because they also had an island location in this last one over in Samoa and okay. they still bring new challenges. in. like, yeah, there is some repetitive stuff. There is certain things that we've seen that individual immunity play out before, but I do feel like they bring a little bit more innovation in sometimes. So I'm sort of challenging the survivor U S uh, challenge, creators and i know they do a bloody good job but just no they doing
1: a great job okay challenges but so you know what if if okay for an example eating that gross food challenge or or, or the auction they did hmm. many times right but even if they bring those back that is something enjoyable
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree. And and you know why they stopped doing the auction? Because I always have the fans in my life tell me why. Every time I bring up the auction, they'll tell me why. And the reason why is because they said all the players learned how to game it. They knew they had to hold on to their money at the end for the advantage. So maybe yeah. the thing is they come in and they say there is no advantage. Exactly. You can, you can only that. bet on food. You can only put money out on food. Maybe yeah. that's a fun thing because we as the audience still love seeing people enjoy the food while they're out there. Like for me, I actually feel... I don't like to earn the merge as much as Jeff, right? Because I feel bad for the half of the people that get to the merge and they don't get to have that merge feast, which was such a symbolic thing when it comes to Survivor. You want them all to be there together, this big group eating, drinking a little bit too much wine or beer, maybe spilling some information they shouldn't be spilling. You know, I feel like we miss out a little bit. Not only does the players miss out, but we miss out on seeing some of these great food moments on the show.
1: Yes. Also, like I can see that It looks like cut down. Uh, The Feast was last night. Last episode, Feast wasn't not the best. Like season 41 was like, wow. You know, when I saw Mm. that buffet and all the setup, I'm like, I'm in paradise now, (laughs) you know? So...
0: (laughs) 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 As long as they bring in Applebee's Karishma, would be happy. You know, if they bring in Applebee's, she'd be happy if she's there in the next Survivor season. But um, no, I agree with you 100%. I do want to bring up a comment here from Chris. She calls me out on the challenge. She says, stop it, Chris. The challenge doesn't have new challenges every season. And that's right. I mean, there is certain times where they use some of the same stuff, but they do innovate. And, and I, I really appreciate that. And I know Survivor can do it because you and I, Nasir, we've both watched Survivor for a very long time. And... Me personally, I could call it out. I'm not a player, so I won't let you call it out because I know you need to go back out. I want to see you back out there. I don't want Jeff to be coming at you, being angry because you called them out. But I will call it out. I will say that, you know, Survivor, to me, in some ways, are getting a bit lazy when it comes to the food being dumbed down, the, you know, the, um, the challenge is not always innovating. Uh, let's just throw 10 challenges out there and hope people will find the excitement in that instead of the overall product. That, that's my opinion. I still love it. I call it out because I love the show and I want the show to be there until Survivor season 100,
1: you know? See, I I don't think that Jeff will be upset with you for calling that part out. You know why the reason? Because he always welcome all those new ideas, right? Mm. So Survivor, you are Survivor always, even I remember uh, when they did all these big finale things, the kids, they create their own challenge and email it to CBS and they put together those challenges. So... I would highly recommend if you have an idea on some new challenges, just you know, do it. Be creative. Send out to CBS or send out to Jeff. Or, well, he or, won't
0: he won't answer yeah. my email. But what I'll do this year is I'll email you, and you can forward it through to Jeff. Say I know this guy, Chris. He's got some ideas maybe give it a read maybe through you he'll, he'll 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 open it if it comes from Nasir I don't think he's opening it from the nullify take channel if it goes out there with the other 100,000 emails he's getting
1: <laughs> no i am sure he does i'm sure he does and there is a way for sure because i'm sure all this okay nowadays everything is social media right instagram yes. or twitter and so i'm sure they have a team that who does uh, follow uh, uh, because Survivor is all about us to say fan all types of fan right so, yes. challenge fans, or that. So, I'm sure they have stuff. Um, if, if over 400, 500, or a thousand Survivor, uh, uh the cat, uh, I mean, like, uh, the crew is out there. I love his podcast, by the way.
0: I do love his podcast. I, I haven't yeah. listened to the last two episodes, I will catch up on it. I don't know if you've listened to his podcast, but when you listen to Jeff talk about survivor, I don't question that the passion is still there. You can hear it in his voice. He loves this show, he lives for this show. Um, he does pull up every now and again, one or two comments. He does have the section why yeah. why Jeff sucks or something it's called like that. And he pulls up a comment of someone having a go at him. So I do appreciate the fact that he's doing a lot to try and engage more with fans. I just think at his level, there's so many people that are reaching out that there is a slim chance. Not
1: that's that I'm true. saying that he ignores them, but it's, you yeah, can't that's listen to everyone. That's, yeah. The little chance could be you, Chris. And again, I'm, I was able to say when you said that Jeff has that passion for it. Because I, I... Okay, I know Jeff, right? We, we know Jeff. We met almost every single day when we were on Survivor, right? Like yes. the way he described, the way he explained the games, the way he explained the challenge, you can tell how much he loves Survivor. Oh, my God. Like the way he talks about Survivor when we are on the sur- on Survivor. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Really. So it's the way he does things, the way I'm like, Yeah. What is it like for you as a player being
0: out there and you hear Jeff talk about this show? Because I saw you getting excited when you were out there playing the game. You were high on energy. Do you feel extra pressure on you to sometimes make a move to make Jeff happy or to like add to the show? Like, what kind of pressure does Jeff put on you just by his excitement and talking about the franchise as a whole and the fact that you're this, you're the newbies now, you're season one of this new era? Like, does that put extra pressure on the players?
1: See I don't think that uh, I'm sure maybe there are people or maybe maybe there are castaways that play to make Jeff happy but I do not play the way I play the way I want to play the survivor okay mm-hmm. I had a dream to build a shelter I want to I had a dream to find food find an idol you know so I am there to play for myself and that's what I did right so uh yeah pressure wise they don't put you on pressure on you all what Jeff will tell you enjoy, take it in, you know, dig deep and, you know, all those uh, Jefferson, mm. right, that he will talk about. Mm. Those are real. When you hear those words, I mean, like, imagine, Chris, like, we don't eat for 10, 14 days sometimes, right? Yeah. A couple, couple of coconuts, maybe bread food, if you're lucky, a couple, couple of crabs that we divide into, like, a six, seven people, castaways and eat. Literally, we go to all those challenges with really starving uh, just we got some water only and i have no clue um i tell it to my family my wife my kids even when i when we saw that challenge right when we walk in come on in right when we when we hear just just voice and like i have no clue how that energy comes right yeah like let's do it let's do it right then after that yeah. when you're when you are in the challenge then you're done but you know that again when he yelled at you okay nasi keep doing you're digging deep and you know that- do you hear those
0: things do you hear it when you're in the middle of a challenge
1: you can you can hear you can hear yeah. when you hear those little things I mean, because he has to hear right and like it will give you a boost like wow yeah yeah Crazy. just while yeah. we're on
0: it i know we're a bit off topic for this episode but i have to I ask know. because you know has erica thanked you for her win you know after you saved her single-handedly in that challenge that they wanted to throw and you ended up winning it i think it was the and danny wanted to throw the challenge and you single-handedly won that specific challenge which meant erica wasn't voted out of the game have you ever told yeah. her at the end of the season like erica you know if i didn't single-handedly win that one you would have been in trouble
1: no she she called me right uh, uh right after that challenge actually we had a chat then she thanked me for that and yeah. uh, we had, of course of course she she thanked me and I, uh,
0: I say i say it tongue-in-cheek but i mean obviously you know it, it was a very impressive performance because it's not very well, that, often that it's not very often that you see a team trying to throw a challenge and then the one
1: person who's not in on it single-handedly wins it <laughs> I, that is nasir and that that was that was not only the <laughs> challenge they want to throw the next one the following one so right yeah. there, Oh, it was already they want to throw. I know we are kind of off topic now here. The following challenge, also like, okay, Nazir, hey, we try to throw. I don't know that they're going to throw it, right? But the, yes. then they came, Danny approached me and said, we try to throw the challenge and let's throw it. We can get uh, Erica out. Then I'm like, no, that looks really ugly. I don't want to throw a challenge. So I wasn't really su- supporting. Then then I was thinking about, I want to create an alliances because. I throw mm-hmm. him under the bus when they were find, trying to find an idol. I told them, so I had, we had a little bit broken relationship. Then I'm like, you know what, Danny? Let's do it. Then I say, yes, yes, yes. Then I'm like, until when we are strateg- uh, strateg- uh, uh, right before the... we will get a, a little time to strategize, right? So then, yes. uh, until then, everybody thinks that we are throwing the challenge, okay? Even Dishan doesn't know he was on the bench on that day with Erica. And me, Sydney, and... Uh, uh, danny then i danny look at me we are throwing right then she not look at my face i said no all right so on that challenge on that yeah. challenge danny believe me or not at the end he's he did not complete the uh slingshot he he end up he played a game like oh he he's super so tired and he's like thirsty and he feels like and and i end up finishing that challenge all by myself by the way
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting yeah. you mentioned Danny because obviously I'm watching the Challenge World Championships. He's over there right now with Sarah Lucina and Ben Dreeberg and playing in that season. And um, he's becoming my favorite reality TV star at the moment because he's. we're seeing a lot of his attitude. We're seeing that champion mentality of uh, if he's wrong or right, it doesn't matter. But what I like about him, he's his own man. He doesn't let other people dictate his game for him. And I think a lot of this was hidden from us as the audience on your season like i didn't see that danny at all but i'm seeing him out there now on the challenge
1: danny he's he's super nice he's very good buddy of mine too now of course we are friends and uh yeah uh, one of my uh, i would say one of my favorite person uh there are many uh, favorite people in on survivor danny of course one of them and uh we chat very often by yeah he just seems like a straightforward guy like what you see is what you get what you see is what you get with danny we, we um, share the same bamboo. Like uh, we have to, on our shelter, me and Danny, we share the same bamboo. He will be sleeping from the other side. I will be sleeping on the uh, other end. So our legs, like, you know, then uh, he snores and I snores. <laughs> 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 so, so Danny, yeah, he's, a, he's and again, he's a, he's a football player, right? Mm. No, he's, he's made
0: he's made for anything like this where in the challenge it's all about the competition it's, it's all about winning daily oh, challenges yeah. and things like that oh, yeah. that is what he's made for you know so seeing him out there has been a lot of fun I do want to come yeah. back to this season so obviously we do get the two tribes split or the, we get these two teams split which means one half is safe the other half isn't safe What is it like reliving this moment? Now, for these people going out there, this is now the fourth season that they're doing it. But your season, it was the very first season where you had to earn the merge and that people didn't necessarily make it. And you didn't even realize it until afterwards when the hourglass was smashed. Um, But I mean, coming back to this specific season, how do you feel about the fact that we've got this extra hurdle for them now to jump over. I feel like you'll be all in because you said, you know, you've got to adapt to the game the way that it is um, out there because the the game is evolving, right?
1: Yeah, it is. game is evolving, but I can see it's totally different from season 41 to 44 compared to that. But see, it's a... Okay, maybe I'm not giving you the right answer, but I would say...
0: No, there is no wrong answer this year. This is only your answer.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's like, for me, yeah, I, I enjoy that because I know this is what's going to happen because that's what has been happening. At least they, they, uh, uh, it's a crystal clear this is what's happening. In our season, it wasn't clear enough that what's going to happen. We, we can all learn together now when mm. we say there's a merge and there is these people they're going to one half of the tribe going to sit down and watch them you know they don't get anything it, it's it's kind of like like a mixed game pickle game uh, survivor because <laughs> i heard i
0: heard through the grapevine that and and again i don't know if this is true obviously there's a lot of um, things that I've spoken about on Reddit, some true, some not true. But I heard that Danny was extremely upset about the way that that played out on your season with Jeff because of the fact that they had the two teams, Danny's team won, but then they ended up losing safety due to the hourglass and he felt like it wasn't transparent but and it was breaking a little bit of... Um, the sportmanship. I think he even spoke about it a little bit on the edit, where he said that you know he grew up in a way where if you win, you shake hands afterwards, and it's a win. You you don't take a win away from someone afterwards. So it was a little bit of a different dynamic. Is that is there truth to that? Was there a bit of an upsetness between the players and production because they weren't being transparent in the game?
1: I I wouldn't say that far. Again, it's it, it's 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 become so personal in terms of what do you think and like for me i was in the same tribe with danny too on that case right yes so yeah right so uh and yeah, suddenly be- ended
0: up being you know the person who really got screwed by it all and going home
1: yeah so it's it's, it's like i don't know how how can i address, uh, like like uh, explain so yeah okay if danny got upset on that day i got upset for something else too you know so there are always you're all the- at your moments yeah yeah, we have our moments. So, mm. again, yeah, we do have our moments, but at the same time, within a minute, whatever heck has happened, let's move on. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's a part. You've got to, you've got to adapt. It's the game adapt. that you've signed yeah, up for. Exactly. That's the right word. Yeah. No, no matter what, everybody, uh, uh, everyone has their own moments. And again, that's not going to change. That is not the way to play, right? Things happen because you're star You're starving. The deprivations. You're missing everything. Your family is not there. You can't trust anybody. You can't mm. sleep. You can not snore. Then these things happen. Of course, you will be just like, yeah, yeah. So- listen, I,
0: you you leave me without food for twenty four hours. I'm the grumpiest person you'll ever meet. I get pretty angry. So <laughs> I don't think it's it's probably i probably not selling the case for getting me on the show because you know I'll be I'll be annoyed with everything if I don't eat for twenty four hours in a I don't know how you guys do it.
1: Well, at home, I'm like that. My wife said that, oh, if Nassir doesn't eat, he's grunky, Go eat Okay, take a cold shower. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: no, no I, I hear you on that. So, obviously, with this game, the way that it sort of plays out, they get this moment where half of them are safe, the other half isn't safe. They now have to figure out who's going to go home. And Yam Yam goes and talks to uh, Danny in this moment, and he says... Can we vote out Kane? He throws a name out there, and then Danny says he's going to have to think about it. He doesn't commit to him. As a player, if somebody does that, if they give you a wishy-washy answer, is it pretty clear they're not wanting to work with you in the game? And, and what did you think of this conversation between Danny and, and Yam Yam out on the ocean when uh, Yam Yam was clearly just trying to get someone ahead of him to yeah. get out? Yeah,
1: that's what he's saying. Yeah, it's, it's very clear that it's, it's showing that he doesn't want to work with him. You know? So instead of saying... Hey, that's a great idea, and uh, let's see what we can do, right? But he's he's he wasn't like it's it's obvious though.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think I think that you know it was interesting to see Danny not commit to that there. Clearly, he's got his numbers. He wasn't sure where Kane is, you know, in regards to Brandon. But you know, the interesting part here was Carson going and letting Kane in on the secret that uh-huh. Uh-huh. he's in danger. And my co-host Kahuna who uh-huh. I spoke to about the power because this will make, like I said, it'll come out over the weekend. He mentioned that he thought it was a mistake by Carson to go and talk to Kane. And I said, I thought it wasn't because he was trying to get Kane in as an Alliance member, sharing information. That's how you build trust. But exactly. he brought up a valid point. He said, well, doesn't it show that he, he was not that concerned about Yam Yam in that position? Because if Kane wasn't the second vote, Yam Yam was always going to be the second vote in that moment. Exactly. What did you think of this gameplay?
1: No, no, I, I I agree with you because I don't think it's a bad idea for him to share with Kane because he wants to build trust because at the point we are now they are now already in merge. But the other reason, but Danny, not uh, 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 not Danny.
0: Uh, uh, so 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 having a conversation with him and then that meant that Yam Yam would potentially be in danger. Yeah, because Kane ran to Brandon and he Brandon. immediately confronted him.
1: Exactly. So, and also think about Jam Jam. Just joined this tribe, right? Mm. So, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Kane and Brandon—they are in the same tribe. Yes. So, Kane betrayed
0: Brandon. Well, he looked at it as a betrayal in that first episode by yes. voting for him, and then Brandon had to play as idol. So, there is a bit of mistrust between the two of them.
1: Yes, they do. But I think Kane, he's he's like a. I don't want to call it middleman, but he's playing a very smooth game. Mm. If if you feel that right, but now he's trying to. But Carson, he's smart player in terms of how he shared things, the way uh, 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 even react to things. Not like Carolyn, though, but his reaction is different to this. Low key, very low key. low key, very low key. And even though he's smart, he's not showing that he's really smart because they know it would be a, a a threat, right? So. uh it is kind of complicated, uh, but at the same time, this I, is I why say, I think
0: Carson's playing a good game because he's playing he's a playing complicated a good game. game. He's,
1: yeah. you know, I would be more than I mean, like, okay, everybody wants to win, right? That yes. was the reason I was there too. But at the end, only one player win, right? But mm. if Carson goes to final three, he will win. Mm. Mm, I, I see it. I see it. the only, the only problem I have from this year, and, and
0: this is where I want to pick your brains as someone that's played the game before mm-hmm. I had Mike Turner on the podcast, um, maybe two or three weeks ago. And we spoke about this with Mike. And I said, Mike, I think your problem because in survivor, your weaknesses become your strengths and your strength becomes your weaknesses out there. And I said, I think the biggest, issue was you built such deep social connections with people everybody wanted to be your friend when you got to the end people felt more betrayed by you than what they did by other players in the final three does Carson run the risk of being in that same boat where he's building these great deep connections with people everybody wants to work with him they look at him as like their younger little brother and he gets to the end he betrays them that people will be hurt by that you know, at the end game. What do you think about that potentially? Because you said if Carson gets there, he does win. Is the counter risk there that he's playing maybe too good of a social game and that that could actually come back to bite him? You've been on the jury. What does it feel like? How difficult? Because we as fans, we don't play the game, right? We look Mm -hmm. at it and we're like, the jury shouldn't be bitter. They should always vote for the best player. But when you're out there and you're struggling next to this person in the shelter, you're starved for food, you're going through – almost like this military-like experience, you bond at a different connection, at a different level to what we as viewers can appreciate. Yeah. Maybe you hold on to things a little bit more when you get to the final if someone that you really trusted betrayed you
1: in the game. Oh, man. See, winning survivor, let's put it this way. Winning survivor, it's not all about physical or mental game or it's all about how you get there. At the end, again, it's still you have the opportunity. How are you going to uh, convince the jury, Jury, Right. Hmm. so then as a juror right i was sitting on juror we don't know what happened in the island or on the island right i don't know what's the right way to say on the island yeah we don't know we know that we go and sit there then they will come then they will only the thing that we know what they talk in within there right When when they have asked questions so all the behind the scene whatever happened the challenge and talking behind the well we don't know that so we will be able to uh, uh, vote for, for them uh, at the end based on what how they build the resume then how they're going to answer our questions like for an example mm. I went to the final tribal council I, I don't know that I I, I don't know I don't know to whom I'm going to vote at that time
0: mm. so
1: I told them like hey my vote is up in the air but if you can convince me if I get the right answer I will definitely go with that person because yeah yeah, because we don't know because all they came together to try.
0: And I feel, like you, yeah. I feel like you're not the kind of player that would hold the social connection against someone. Like if you had a really good social connection with Danny, for instance, and you yeah. guys bonded because you were sleeping next to each other out there and you were struggling together and you felt yeah. like, you know, even now you're good friends of him. He gets to the end. He betrayed you badly. I feel like you could put that aside and say, well, what was your game? And if he explains it, you would vote for him. But yes. everybody, I think, reacts a little bit differently. Everybody has got their own criteria on why they would vote for someone how often in the the jury villa in ponderosa do you openly talk about the game together and try and piece information together as to who's the best player in the game is there like almost podcasts and debates that are happening on the ponderosa table there or do you is is that something that you try and keep it to a minimum and you just try and enjoy your time out of the game
1: yeah we don't talk about the games in ponderosa oh no all No way. I never I did not talk to anybody because it, it won't fly that way. Because the reason, first thing first, we don't want to talk about because you are already out, right? So mm. now like we are thinking about what they're doing, because we are here now for a reason. We are already out, but still we have job to do, right? So we can't sit and I mean together and chat about because in in my experience not everybody sit together even to eat. Mm. So we are not going to sit together and make a decision on how, and which is, that is not allowed to do on top of that. So we can't do that. We can't talk about to whom we're going to vote. You can't convince someone, the other juror, okay, you know. So again, you can't play a game to make someone and win, right? So it's Mm. your decision. This is your vote. So you go based on, or based on what, they give you answer. What you see, how you played with them, is that make- interesting. It's totally different. It's totally different when you are sitting on an, as a juror than sitting on the couch here and watching. In when you are watching from, that, home, yeah. you can see everything what's going on, and it's easy to judge to whom should be boring. But when you are out there, you don't talk to your fellow castaways who are in the Pandorosa most of the mm. time, because not everybody mm. get up at the same day, same time. And, and everybody thinks they're family by then. And nobody cares, to be honest with you, about who going to win, who is going to win at that. They, at the end, yeah, we do think it that way. But we are still in the game. We are, we are in the Pandorosa. We never sit together and talk about the game. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my season, we did not talk.
0: So you kind of switch on to game mode when you're out there on the jury um, and and jury night, you know, and and you've got to go check out the Tribal Council and then you switch out of that again because a lot of it is also the fact that you're dealing with the fact that your own dream has just been crushed because you wanted to get to the end. Yeah, kind of like dealing with your own internal struggles. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. And and, and what you bring up I think clarifies a lot of what people online have thought in the past. Now, your jury experience could be different to – you know season forties or season thirty eight. Okay, you can only talk about what you experienced out there. But there has been this theory out there that sometimes people decide who's going to win at the Jury Villa or at Ponderosa. Together, they talk about that. Your season clearly that didn't happen. Clearly, you you had you know your own conversations going on, and you tried to just um, you know unwind. But no, that's good. That's really good to know. I do want to bring up a couple of comments here um, as well. We've got before Danny Cap. Welcome back to the live stream, saying. Good point this year makes. The jury only knows what they hear at Tribal or what other jury members share. So really it comes down to there being a great sales pitch at the end of it. And we've seen that happen on some international seasons. We've seen that happen on some of the Survivor US seasons where I think someone's gone into a final Tribal, not necessarily the favorite, but they had the most coherent story from beginning to end that they could tell to the jury but the jury was like, "Wow, I didn't see that game, but it sounds amazing. That's the type of game I would want to vote for because that's what it is at the end of the day, nasira It's a sales pitch at the end, right? You gotta, exactly. you gotta convince people.
1: Yeah. See, I nobody knows the way I grew up, or right? the way I mm. start uh, learning English, or or how I my life was. So I have a great resume. Let's say then on top of that, I was the provider. Okay, I was winning challenges. Let's say I didn't win any individual individual challenges, right? Still, I had a great resume I could have win because it's all about your sales pitch at the end.
0: Mm. Well, <laughs> we, and listen, this year. that's why I'm excited to get you to watch some international survival because there's one specific season telling you your okay. mind would be blown by this person getting to the end. Um, This person was a big fan, got to the end, played a very under-the-radar game, but sometimes people would have said that they probably embellished their end tribal council a little bit and, you know, oversold their, their pitch to the to the jury. But the jury ate it up, and they voted for them because the game doesn't stop until, you know, Jeff decides who wins. So you could still add to your resume. It doesn't even yeah. need to be true.
1: You could add to it. They, the jury doesn't know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, for example, I was talking about, like, uh, uh, uh yeah, I mean, th- again, think about it. You can lie, right? you can lie. Uh, so when you're doing a sales pitch at the end, they, you, you know that, right? If you're a super fan playing a game, mm. then yeah, do the sales pitch, put some lies. I, I don't have to lie because I have good service but I don't want to keep saying that. You know, if I go back in the future, I'll be the huge starter immediately. <laughs> yeah. Wow. There's
0: so many. I think the good thing for you, Nasir, is that you know, I, I think personally, and I'm not just saying this to, you know, um, blow smoke up your ass because you're on the podcast with me. Um, okay. I think you've got a very unique character. Like there is only one Nasir that has ever played the show. Sometimes it's a good thing when people are like, you know, they say, oh, you're like coach or you're like this person. But in your case, I'm like, there has never been a Nasir that's played the game before. And that is really interesting because that means when they look at a cast again, they'll be like, we need Nasir because he is a unique character. Um, archetype within the game that we need to bring back. So I think you've got a good chance. And I'm not yeah. just saying it because you're here. Um And here's the other good thing is that there have been players since you that have got the biggest target on their back <laughs> coming back because they've played such great games and it has shown those games that I think that, you know, I, would, I wouldn't I would say you're not a threat, but I wouldn't say you're the biggest threat. You're kind of in the middle, which is where you yeah. want to be. I think personally. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Because you know, they want to at least keep me until uh, the merge so they can... I can feed them, right? And can we win challenges to get to? Uh, so you don't have to go and sit uh, on tribal council. Oh my god, mm. I hate that. You know, I rather the Nasir
0: a- and Roxroy alliance, That's what I want to see. I want to manifest the Roxroy and Nasir alliance if you guys ever go back out there again. Because Roxroy was also a provider. Um, I-, I loved Roxroy, by the way. I think he was such a great character. I don't know how he would be like to live with out there, but you know, I- I'd be I'd be game for that Nasir. Hey,
1: I would I would play with anyone. Trust me.
0: Yeah, you're you not going to say no to any alliances, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, we had before, Daddy Cappy, saying, "Are there any alliances within the jury to try and sway others to your chosen player?" I think we kind of answered that. I don't, and and we can only speak to Nasir's season, right? We can't speak to any other seasons, That's but season, Nasir already got- said that. Yeah, that didn't happen on your season, right? But no. <laughs> Um, Andre Lee saying Australia survivor one, AKA three, you know, you know exactly which season I'm talking about. Andre Lee, we need to get in a serum to watch that season. I think um, just as a survivor fan and a student of the game, I think you would really appreciate the journey of the person who goes through that season and, and how they win it. And big fan, really big fan has watched all of Rob as a podcast. Has watched all prior to going out there, um, probably learned quite a bit of tricks by just seeing how they analyze the show and, who had the best final tribal council performances and things like that. And even New Zealand survivor has had a winner that I believe in the reunion show had like an Arab t-shirt on. <laughs> yeah, So like Arab is everywhere, man. Uh, people, people know the community is big out there on the um, online world. Uh, so let's have a look here back at camp. What other interesting conversations happened? It, it basically became a conversation where we had a very sl- short conversation between Lauren and Heidi in the game talking about where they were going to vote. At this stage, I feel a little bit confused by both of those ladies in the game this year because Lauren seems to be very close to Brandon and Heidi seems to be close to Danny. That's kind of where those foursome, I think, fit together. Um, But I feel low on both Lauren and Heidi at this moment. Maybe I shouldn't because, you know, we know that in the new age of Survivor, even if you don't have a big edit, you could still win the show. Is there hope for both of those ladies in the game? Do you think that, you know, they could still go on? I mean, is the new seasons of Survivor evidence enough? that a player that doesn't have a big edit can still win the show from here on out?
1: My wife, believe me or not, my wife asked me the same question last night. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily you rehearsed it with her, so you're prepared for it now, right? Or you're still not prepared? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, to be honest with you, again, as you said that, yeah, you don't have to have a great edit in order for you to win Survivor, right? You're still, there are a lot more to be played, so maybe they're holding on to it. But I don't know, onto them... Maybe they've been—I don't know. Maybe they're—they're going to win every single uh, individual challenge. We don't know, you know. Anything can happen, right? So that's—that's that's a good part of keeping Survivor secret, <laughs> oh yeah. secrets, right? So um, yeah, but but see, always they call what purple edit or whatever edit they call, and uh, yeah, I, I think maybe they may moving forward they may they may get more camera uh, like edits or they may get some more confessionals but again i don't know the reason (laughs) (laughs) okay i don't know the reason why they haven't uh they have i think i
0: think for me personally the fans get really um annoyed by it and they're like why does everybody not get shown but i kind of give this is one of those times where i give jeff and the editing team a pass they only have 40 something minutes of actual runtime. They have to tell a coherent story. So if you're not a part of that coherent story, the, the story that's being told, maybe you get left out a little bit. It's really sad for the person who went through the casting process, you know, had to take leave from work to go out there and play the game or even quit their job to go play out the game. I feel bad for them. But at the end of the day, this is a production and they're going to show the things that matter in the game within the short period of time that they've got. So I kind of get it. I just feel like, um, again, I, I'm, I'm a bit worried for both Heidi and for lauren at this stage i don't feel like they're like a i don't think they're the core of the show i i I almost feel like at this but i've been wrong about that a few times in the past where i moved away from someone and then the survivor team comes and you know they come back like erica is a great example like i kind of wrote her off by the time we got to the merge um even though i shouldn't have because they showed her backstory when she was on the island where she had to smash the the hourglass there was enough Evidence there, there was like key things, but I'm looking out for that on both Lauren and Heidi, and I don't feel like I've got that backstory yet or yeah.
1: anything that's connecting me to them. See, I, I can, I can. Okay, I could be wrong, and I'm not trying to say anything uh, bad about anybody or the gameplay about the gameplay. What I'm trying to say is here, for an example, Lauren when she found that idol, she uh, not the idol when she went on that journey, came back with an uh, uh, extra word with her, right? So at that time. They showed her actually. But I would say based on my experience, if if a castaway just doing nothing and just sitting, I, I some days I used to do that because you're exhausted, just you're sitting out there, you don't want to you don't feel like you don't want to do anything, mm. then uh, it it's, it's it has to be filmed 24/7, right? Yes, yeah. So for an example, again, this is i'm not saying anything wrong here to anybody okay i'm I'm taking myself here so if i sit in in the uh, shelter that we built for for a long time period over there and it's still the the your camera person they have to capture everything right so it's boring Mm. well if you go try to find an idol or you go trying to uh, fish or or you go try to climb a coconut tree or you do something or try to uh, uh dislocate uh, your
0: shoulder for instance like matthew this season yeah. that's going to get shown
1: <laughs> yeah and or, or something convince people try to get, yeah. get an alliance so you keep doing something then it's something interesting to show that's what the fans wants right mm. fans they don't want to see nasir sitting in one place for example you know right i'm saying so i think as a player survival players when you when you're so Cassavetes, I would, I would recommend when you go out there, just enjoy your time. Don't just try to s- stay in one area, not to move around. And of course, again, there are so many spiders, so many snakes and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, sometimes scared to go inside. But you are out there already. You are on Survivor. What you are worried for, just do mm-hmm. it. Have fun, right? So, uh, well, if you want to play the game under the radar, yeah, play. I mean, of course you can win the game. Uh, again, I can't speak for... Uh, uh, uh the the cameras or the or, or the for the crews or or for uh cast of but at the end they thing production things if we edit this way this is what going to capture fans uh, attention
0: into, right? yeah and get them to turn in next week and exactly. watch again like yeah. jamie is a great example we haven't mentioned her yet right but jamie I mean, she's probably annoyed by the fact that we haven't spoken about her yet because it's a foregone conclusion. <laughs> she's the biggest player of the season, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but when you've got that type of personality like Jamie has, right? Yeah. And she's like this bubbly personality that believes that everyone should be working with her in the game, and that the, the obviously the producers are going to put that on screen because how can you not show that? It's a it's a fun, interesting character. Even if she gets voted out, there's going to be fun for the audience and seeing the downfall. Or if she does end up winning, people are going to be like, wow, she had it right from the start. And we all didn't see it. We all underestimated Jamie, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So, again, this is just episode six, right? Yes. uh, Right? So, there are at least another six or seven. Six or seven episodes, yeah. Episodes. So, a long way to go. Mm. So, you can still still tell the story
0: of a winner from here onwards. Like, they can still...
1: Yeah. So the last yeah. last episode going to be three hours, right? Always the yes. finale, right? So that's literally three episodes, actually. Mm. So we, this is just the beginning. Thirty percent of the season, just yeah. you know, so. Now
0: talking about things, you, you you raised something in my mind. I know this is happens all the time when I talk about Survivor. I like to talk about the show as a whole, the direction that it's going in, and stuff like that. But um, you know, as a fan, I miss the finale parties. I miss seeing everybody go back to New York or wherever they are to get them uh, over there. Like, for the new players that have played this game, like, I know Jeff likes it being done on the island because it's better for the budget. You know, it's easier, It's cheaper to do it there. It's a lot of the decisions they're making, it seems to be in that direction. But for you as a player that didn't get to experience that, like, do you feel like you missed out a little bit from seeing that, you know, after party? And also just, you know, to decompress and think about your game because you can't have a clear mind about it when you haven't even seen it play out on TV yet and you haven't had those months to sit back and reflect on it,
1: right? So, see, I really missed it. Not a little bit, a lot. Going to a finale, mm-hmm. going with your family and, you know, taking your family and have... Because, okay, think about this way. Yeah, the the jurors and everybody knows immediately. Uh, the fact I, I like the announcer winner in the same area, so even if you win or not lose, you come home with peace of mind. You know you don't have to wait another six months to find out who's going to win, right? Mm. That you will always you will have the fear or, or the doubt, even though you play yes. game right? So I'm 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 happy on that. Okay. So the other other part, what I would say, like for an example, pre uh, pre jury pre merge and uh, all the juror and of course the winners there will be always no better. Uh, they will they will have time to talk even before or after whatever right but the mm. players that you already gone because they're not staying in the same Pandorosa same uh resort wherever we stays right so we don't have the opportunity to talk to them but mm. so the only opportunity we had in the future which is when they do finale in la like a huge everybody comes right then you get more chance to talk to know each other more does that make sense and yeah it, was, it makes sense it, it, yeah, it really
0: so. i feel like it's, it's it's robbing you guys like you said and even just getting to meet the fans and like, i mean i'm sure there's a lot of other opportunities now with survivor events and yeah. you know all these different reality tv things that they do out there but i, I do really feel like there's a, a we don't get to see that moment you know tony uh tom here earlier said that if you continue to play like you did in that challenge on Louvre, you would have been the new Aussie. If you kept that up, you know, you would have been the new beast mode out there. Um, but we don't get to see like a young, you know, um, immigrant, maybe also from Sri Lanka or India, somewhere that somebody that can relate to you sitting there in the audience saying, I loved Nasir this season. You know, Jeff Guantem's like this new kid there. You know, we love those moments where like a nerdy kid said, you know, Cochran was our favorite this season. It now gave me hope that I can go out there and play the game, you know? Like, we don't get those moments, which I know Jeff loves as well. Um, But, yeah, I I miss it personally. I feel like we missed it on Winners at War as well. Like, it it didn't feel like – I never really got closure on Winners at War, like the biggest season I ever had, you know, with not seeing Tony out there getting the check and,
1: yeah. But he can during uh, Winners at War because of – COVID, yes. They they had a pass. I think that's yeah. the other reason. Actually, they end up, you know, eliminated this uh, finale, grand finale uh, uh, theme, and and twenty six days, had, and all the chats really have yeah. little. So and, and,
0: and I think got used to it, and he's like, "This is easier. It's less planning. It's cheaper. You know." Um, and and he made those choices, and it's like, "Oh, we're just going to stick to it." And I'll be honest, this year, I think when you look online. This is where Jeff doesn't listen to the fans at all. Fans are very opposed to 26 days. They're very opposed to um, the the winner being announced on the island, not having the finale party. Like if he listened to the fans, if he polled them, it would heavily skew in the other direction. Now, it doesn't mean that for me personally, We, I've got nothing against the players who played the game because if Jeff gave me the call and said, Chris, your next season is 26 days. I'm like, when can I pack? When can I go? Because I'm going to play the greatest game on on earth you know so i'll still play the game but i think this is where jeff could maybe poll the audience a little bit and see where does people sit on these new things that they've done we understood it when COVID was in the conversation but it's moved on from then now like it's not a thing i don't know if it's still a big thing in the u.s the rest
1: of the world it's it's history it's not big news for us anymore and also i mean talking to my fans and the fans that I love and my even you know friends and and uh, they they are kind of done with season 41 season 42 Survivor 44 so, you know it has to bring back a theme mm, you know I agree 100% You're right. I'm with you on the theme as well
0: because I've said this again on the podcast a few times like what what is going to make me remember season 43 when we're in season 62 there's yeah. nothing that I can like now. If I think about David versus Goliath, I think about
1: versus villain, right? Like,
0: versus villains, or yeah. even, even blue collar versus no collar versus white collar. Like, yeah. I feel, and again, and, and I want to be wrong. I, I badly, badly want to be wrong. Because, Jeff, if you ever listen to this, I do love you. I do love the show. But it feels like all these decisions are being made because we are getting too lazy to think about new ideas or we don't want to put the work in to add these extra things and I, I hope i'm wrong because i know there's a lot that goes into the production i know that it takes an immense amount of effort and it probably it hurts i know it hurts jeff he maybe doesn't admit it it hurts him when fans criticize some of the things that he does on the show so it's not fun for me to say this but i do feel like they're taking the easy road out sometimes this <laughs> year i can say it you don't have to comment on it if you no, don't no, want no, no.
1: see hey i, I can talk it i mean like it's, yeah. it's- it's not because I don't want to
0: get you in trouble with Jeff. You know, I don't want to pick up the phone. No, no, it's not.
1: <laughs> well, if he called me, well, it would be nice to hear his voice. Anyhow, he'd be like, "When am I back on, Jeff?" Why? <laughs> <laughs> so no, what I'm trying to say is like, I miss that too. As you, as a as a player, I miss that. Hmm. Thirty nine days survival, you know, and the themes and it it it's it's always you remember something from each theme of the season is that makes it made it unique it made it it unique because yeah if you go to okay they don't have to bring you to different countries it would be nice if they can but due to COVID and all chaos things happening in the world is hard i understand they've never been to sri lanka this year they've never been there
0: they never no so why not go to sri lanka why not these beautiful locations in sri lanka they could do it at you know this the world's our oyster when it comes to the international themes like i look at it this way um I've got this here, right? This is the first five seasons of Survivor ever. So Borneo, Africa, sorry, Africa, Australian Outback, Marquesas, and Thailand. So those were the themes for the first five seasons. And they were unique because we had, you know, this unique cultures that we got introduced into. And we got these unique themes around it and different backdrop. Like you said, you watch the show now. And I don't know which tree nasir went behind to go poop obviously watching it but i do see certain familiar locations where like subconsciously i'm like it's less pleasing now to see the same locations over and over where when we had australian survivor on samoa recently it looked really interesting and the beaches looked different and you might not think about that first thing off but subconsciously it does play in your mind when you're watching it. It does look fresh. Um, Australian Survivor had a season in Australia recently. Survivor South Africa had two seasons in South Africa at different locations um, that made it look very different, you know, from one season to the other. So these things, I think, do matter. So I do think you bring up a valid point this year.
1: Yeah, I agree. And, and that's what I want. I want Survivor to go back to 39 days. I want this finale to come back. And you know and if they can change location it would be nice but of course if you ask me do you like fiji i love fiji because the reason it's similar to Sri Lankan lifestyle right the so people are beautiful friendly people, people i've got really good people fijian people friends exactly right it's for me i like i'm going back home <laughs> i can see <laughs> so, it yeah so Fantastic. i enjoy it i love the sceneries i can find food that i can just by looking at it, i can tell right oh yeah this is edible or not so for me it's of course is a good advantage over there but for the viewers, for the fans, you know, well, as a player, we go play, we are playing for the million dollars, right? Yes. Fans, this is, they something like... Hard.
0: And you can see both sides because you were a fan before you were a player, right? You watched it for many years before you were a player. So now you, exactly. you've got that interesting dichotomy when it comes to thinking about both sides. As a player, this is what you like. Because as, like, as a player, maybe the 26 days, and I'm not saying that it does, but maybe it is, as a player, it's better for you because... It's faster. People have got less time to think of a blind sight. They kind of have to go on the first plan that they're thinking of as a as a as an audience member. Maybe we like to see the 39 days. You know, I'm just putting it out there. I've never
1: played. But, you know, you can think about both those sides. No, so I think 26 days was okay. Okay? When season 41 was perfect time because you had to quarantine before you do that. Season 4 to 4. I think it is time to go back to 39. I, I know, Jeff then, you know, then I want to play both. I mean, 26 and 39, then yeah. I, I want to compare which one is better. <laughs> well, no, well, no, 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 I, I,
0: like, I like the fact that you bring that up because Omar said the fa- same thing. He said no one has played both, so no one can really say. Um, yeah. And I think personally, Jeff, let me pitch for a second here. You know, we go into season 45, we get we've got so many great players that have not come back to play the game again from season 30 to season 39. Heaps of in my opinion, superstars that have not come back. And I feel like season 30 to season 39, that is like the forgotten era of Survivor now, because we've gone, we've dropped the four, we've kept the one, we're now in season four of a new era. It made it sound like Jeff is kind of wanting to forget the previous show. Let's get the biggest grudge match of all times. Let's get new age, new school versus old school out there in season 45. Let's bring some of the best most charismatic fun characters from the new age back you know hopefully Nasira is included in there jeff and then we also bring the some of those other players that played david versus goliath let's get david rickenback back out there let's get you know christian ubiki back out there let's get angelina or you know some some nora you know like some some great characters and players from that previous era that have not come back uh, nasira if that did happen if you did see a season like that is there any players that you haven't had the opportunity to play with that you you'd love to see out there I know you'd play with anyone but if you if you had a bucket list like if you could choose two or three players from before season 40 to come back and play the game in a new school versus old school season who'd you love who'd you love to see out there
1: uh I would definitely uh Rick Devins. yes okay uh
0: breaking news is happening here right now and the Sierra wants Rick Devins <laughs> to come back and play the game
1: Day <laughs> Yeah. David definitely. And uh I don't know if... Uh, I'm sure maybe if she comes, she'll play uh, Janet. Janet would be fun. Yeah, yeah, Janet. And...
0: uh What about Reem Daly? Would <laughs> you like Reem, Reem out there? <laughs> Reem? Oh,
1: Reem? Why not? Maybe Exile Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you I know, think it would be a fun season. A fun season. Reem, uh, of course. And Nora, she's... I met, I've met her in person uh, uh, hearts of Reality, uh, last last year in December. Uh, she's who's fun. this
0: that you met out there? Nora, Nora. All oh, right, Nora. I think Nora would be a lot of fun. I think she yeah, could bring she's, some she's some she's crazy fine. energy.
1: Yeah. She's, oh my god, high energy, always like hundred ninety percent.
0: Well, um, and and uh, like listen, the big, like the biggest player that has not come back, in my opinion, is Dominic Kabate. Like, how can you not bring Dom back? Like, you got to bring Dom back at some point. You've had Wendell back. We haven't had Dom back. So I'd like to see that. Uh, Before Danny Cap says, yes, old school versus new school, I want to see Tyson back out there. He's always talking about the 26 days. Um, I I personally think Tyson gets asked, he says no, nine out of 10 times now. I feel like he's he's loving life with his family. Survivor has given him the complete experience. I mean, he's been out there, what, four times now? So for Tyson to come back, it has to be a legend season. It has to be like this grand, epic, Type of thing, you know. So maybe season fifty, maybe we get one or two returnee seasons coming on, and then we get some of the new school legends versus old school legends. Like I'm, I'm here for it, but I, I do like that theme of old school versus new school. Andrew Lee here says, um, asking us here about the three times six tribes at thirty nine days. I don't know what you mean by thirty nine days, but I, I'm personally not a big fan. Oh, you've played that. I'm not a fan of the six tribe format personally. I like bigger tribes because it gives players more of an opportunity to strategize and move and get numbers together and things like that. So um, you've played in a six-tribe game, but luckily your tribe was pretty indestructible in that stage of the game. What's your thoughts on the six-person 6 6
1: uh, Sorry, six person tribes? I don't like it because there's nowhere to hide. And, and on, on top of that, so if you divide the tribes into three, right, then... Mm-hmm you don't get a lot of flood for an example that's what happened for us like we've been winning all the challenges then we don't get enough airtime even though we had fun we had some chaos crazy moments so and you had the winner in your tribe
0: and it's another reason why erica was so under edited because you guys kept winning
1: yeah so uh if it is into two tribes all those edits or, or, or the, the, the crew will be focusing only true tribes, right? Not three. So there are more uh stuff that they can show, uh, mostly mm, camp life. I agree. You yeah. know. And and also these these this
0: online debate right now. Last season I was like, ah, it's noise, because you hear a lot of noise online. Sometimes I just post and ghost and don't let all the negativity get to my head when i see online comments you know because you can get that out there but a lot of people were talking about the fact that you know in this new age with the smaller tribes it it really is bad for females in the game as well because a lot of the times when you look at it you've only got three men you've got three women biologically i know people don't want to hear this men are more physical in most cases and a lot of these challenges are obstacle courses so they want to try and keep the tribe strong which by proxy means that women get voted out a lot more in these smaller six-person tribes compared to bigger tribes sometimes where maybe that doesn't become a thing. Now, I'm not saying that men go out there on purpose to do that. It's just biologically, when you look at it, you know, females in general, they won't have the same strength that men has. But then they've got other strengths. The problem is just it's very basic one-on-one strategy that takes place in a six-person tribe sometimes. So I feel like that has also skewed the numbers, especially in the last two seasons this year. We've had a lot of women go back-to-back before the merge.
1: No, I, I agree with you because it it's kind of, <laughs> it's like a, like a, it's, it, it it's, it's obvious. I, I I know it's, it's sad to say, but at the same time, I can put it this way, uh, for the, for the fans, when you're watching again, it, it looks like that. But when you are, let's say even six, we don't, yeah, we always talk about, right, uh, uh, physical challenges until the merge we need to stay then when we are we lost a challenge then we i don't feel that way because for me when i look at a survivor player like let's say 18 castaways right everyone has their own gameplay there is a reason why they are on survivor Mm. so everybody's everyone's goal is to win the million dollars so they know there's something. So I look at every single player as yeah, they can beat me. They can so never I never underestimated anyone over there. Yeah, you
0: can't, right? Because you never know yeah. what strength they've got exactly. and things they could bring to the they, game.
1: Exactly, right? And I'm sure yeah. they're hiding too. For example, Carson, he he's not telling who is he in his personal life, but he's very super smart, but he's playing very low. But surely
0: people know now like they got it after he killed this puzzle like if they don't know that he's super smart like then what are they doing
1: yeah so uh again as i said you need you need to have a little bit of luck Hmm. right if not survivor it's it's hard to win if you don't have luck on survivor (laughs) and sometimes
0: sometimes these trends and listen like again like i said i don't want to believe it the first time the first season people started talking about that we've now had two seasons in a row it doesn't mean anything next season we could have three tribes of six again and we could have a bunch of men go. Like it really survivor that's why we've had different people win the game. We've had the jock alpha male win it. We've had the under the radar females win it. We've had the alpha females win it. We've we've had everyone like the nerdy guys won it. Everyone's won it because of the fact that if you play this thing out a hundred times it's gonna it's the interpersonal skills and the small things that people are saying and doing and do you vibe with someone, that that alone could be a reason why someone gets onto the out. And then also some of the players have been kind of screwed by some of the twists. Like Maddie was voted out in the beginning because she had the votes, but she was idled out. Um, Sarah was idled out by the twist of Josh going to that tribe with an idol in the pocket. So luck just didn't, like you said, luck didn't work out for some of them. So it looked bad on paper, but mm-hmm. it isn't necessarily that that is what... I'm not trying to say that's what the players are thinking out there and that's how they're voting, but yeah, it's a compl- survivor is a complex game. Is what I'm trying to get at. It's Very complex game, Very and we complex. could talk about it for three hours and still not come down to the bottom of always something's
1: wrong, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like this is yeah. Again, it's Survivor, you know. Uh, even yeah. as a player now, I'm like, I feel like I'm learning a lot from these new seasons, including mm. my season. That watching back, <clears throat> sorry, looking at. Playing the game is different than the watching the game. Even your game, you were you a season, right? So I'm like, whoa! I did this mistake. I did that. So I, you had mm. learned from those mistakes, right? So I'm learning a lot, like you all. I'm a fan now, even though I was a player. But if I go play, whatever I'm learning from these games now, yes. these seasons, of course, I will try to incorporate those. You know, whatever knowledge that I gain from these people to, towards my in in my gameplay when if yeah you know, uh, in the future. So um, yeah, it's, it's always something new, and as I always say, it's always something to learn. And again, yeah, survive. You have to have a little bit of luck, which is I don't believe in luck, but I think after playing Survivor, definitely you need to know <laughs> you have to have it. Yeah. i I agree i agree as we as we're sort of closing it off
0: here um, i really appreciate your time tonight talking to me about this who do you have your eye on right now in the game if i'm I'm hoping you haven't been spoiled um if you have try and keep that in mind if you throw somebody out there but who who do you have your mind on at the moment that you're thinking i mean we kind of alluded to a few players that are playing a good game who do you think if you had to put some money on someone playing the best game right now based on what we've seen so far who do you think is going to win the show
1: okay if okay Okay, let's come to the winning part later. If you ask okay. me how to put money on someone who's playing the best game, I would say Carson playing a great game, Carolyn, okay, and yes. uh, Danny, he was playing. I mean, he's playing a great game until I would say when they went to the uh, the fees. Carolyn and Brandon and Danny, then Carolyn was kind of left out. Like she knows that she's going to talk to everybody about yes. That, right? right so otherwise Danny was playing a great game I'm sure he may come back and play you know and uh, so for me at this moment Carson and Carolyn
0: yeah I I actually see it exactly the same as you I think Carson and Carolyn's in the driving seat
1: but I don't know if they're going to win that because I'm sure people did think the same way when I was out there right yeah Well,
0: Jesse and Omar like both people thought they were going to win and then they ended up getting sniped
1: Exactly, and uh, like exactly, that's true. Like Mike and uh, uh, whose uh, I forgot his name. On your season? No, 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 no. My, uh, with Mike Turner and uh, uh, Mike. Mike Turner and, and uh, Omar. Uh, oh yeah, Jonathan. Man, Jonathan, Jonathan, so, like, yep. know, Jonathan is gonna hate me for not remembering his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> anyhow, so, Jonathan, all right. So, I was expecting Jonathan to win that fire challenge, making fire. So, so Mike won, yes. but Mike gonna hate me for that, saying that now. Anyhow, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so like
1: it, it, as you said, it's a complex game, right? It's hard. And uh, then I was thinking, Mike, going to win. Nobody thought that Gabler was going to win the game, right? Nobody knows that Erica is going to win the game, right? so exactly so we can we can tell yeah like he's playing a great game he's going to win no there is no way i don't know maybe laura is going to win we don't know
0: (laughs) yeah oh listen i haven't i haven't called a winner right on survivor us in a very very long time so i wouldn't put too much um, you know, weight behind anybody that I'm giving my endorsement to at this stage of the game. But definitely, I, I see it the same as you. And I think that's what the editors want us to see. Carolyn and Carson complete, completely being in control of this game. But the new age of Survivor has been unpredictable. Um, you mentioned an unpredictable winner in um, Mike Gabler. Just now, well, guess what? For everybody that's here in the live, I've spoken to my Gabler, he's going to be on the channel next week to talk about episode seven of Survivor 44. So, I think it's a great get, um, you know, to talk to a recent winner of the show. Uh, he's been a lot of fun to chat with, actually, even just in the email correspondence that I've had with him. So, I can't wait to have, have him on next to talk about um,
1: the next episode this year. See, for the last game, uh, for the last, I told my family that Gabler will win the game, the show wow
0: so you called that? Was,
1: i called it that was the first time in my entire survival life you know as a fan <laughs> as a player i told okay you heard it yeah
0: first nasira was the one who saw it from the start I, I i started i think it was around episode seven or eight where i started thinking wait a minute in the beginning they were making fun of this guy they were like kind of like making him almost like the the the, the, the not the clown character but like you know the entertainment the light-hearted comedy type of character and i didn't take it seriously and then suddenly around seven or eight, I was like, can he win? Like, I've got f- my senses started going off. So I didn't call it, but I, I was on to him from around that time onwards. So I wasn't as shocked as other people were when he did win at the end. Because I, I, I saw the path. Yes. Yeah. I saw the so. path yeah now, Sarah, it's been it's been awesome talking to you about this season of survivor um hopefully you had fun as well i'd love to talk to you again in the future at some stage about survivor um
1: let people know where can they find you what are you up to these days is there, is there anything that people can support well see uh yeah where you can find me of course if you type my name on your instagram and at nasir Mutalif, right uh instagram on tiktok it's not my really my stuff but you know uh And of course, YouTube, I started, then I stopped. But as of now, I'm really focusing on my career. Uh, Changed my job. uh, It's kind of promoted or, or like get to a higher position. Uh, doing great with family, having a great time and uh it's hard to be- do
0: everything, right? Like doing your yeah. job, doing the online persona and all this kind of stuff. But if yeah. you ever need like any advice, and I'm sure you know Survivor Now podcast is also here in the life saying to see such an amazing person, great guest. We'll never meet more genuine human being. I know you're loved within the Survivor community, but if you ever needed any advice of YouTube, you want to get back into that. I mean, I'm not I'm not massive. We're we're on our way to two thousand subs now. So um we've worked at it for about Geez, what's it now? Coming on to about a year and a half, two years, almost of podcasting. Um, so it takes time, you know, to build it. And it and that time. that's that that's the key thing. But if you ever needed like any advice, not like a massive, like always, you know, you, you know where to reach out to. You know, you can talk to if you even if it's just what mic do you need to get. You know, I'm you more than happy it. to give you advice.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for the uh, offer. I really appreciate. I may in the future, but as of now, I said like, yeah, I want to do it, and 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 I'm really. I think that is what. Nasir, about you know that is um, but I know it's it's coming, and uh, I like those adventure and and and. uh,
0: uh listen, Nasir, continue, you're, you
1: know, I, I'm putting
0: I'm putting all the good juju out there. We're seeing hopefully Nasir back out there on Survivor season forty five or forty six. You know, hopefully we get a returning season. Hopefully Jeff makes the right decision. You know, uh, a vote for Nasir is a vote for the fans because we love you. Um, so you know, hopefully we get to see you out there. And obviously I'm biased because you've but on the podcast now I've met you and we had a great chat about Survivor here for about an hour and a half. But Nasir has been great uh, talking to you, everybody in the live, Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you for asking questions. Um, If you got to this part of the podcast, please consider subscribing to the channel. It's the best way for us to build credibility. So when I reach out to someone like Nasir, luckily he wouldn't have cared even if I had 80 subs, he would have been on here, but it does help with getting other survivor players to come onto the show because they actually take the show seriously Um, and I want to bring a lot more survivor players onto the show and talk to them because it's great to have the I think the balance between a fan's perspective and a player's perspective it helps educate the fans about what goes out on there and it just brings a different perspective to the show so um you know please consider subscribing hitting like hitting the notification bell so you can be informed next time I go live Also, look out on the weekend. It should be around Sunday. We will have the power rankings. This is the first power rankings for the season, dropping with myself and Kahuna talking about that. But for now, grab your torches, head back to camp. I'll catch you guys next episode. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.